Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few podcast. My name's David Thompson. I'm your host for tonight. And if you like us, please click on like. And you can see us on all the, 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 the normal uh, platforms that, that you normally watch. So please give us a like and press all the buttons that you've got to press. With me tonight is two good friends. Mark, how are you? You've got a beautiful background, by the way, I've got to say that. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, coming here live from Ibrox uh, via my front living room. <laughs> I just thought if I should change and try something out. Eh? Looks not too bad at all. I'm doing well, Davey. How's yourself, mate? Yeah, great. I've been uh, I've, I've been away enjoying the sun all weekend, so get back to get back to normality today. Yeah, but we're uh, back to normality as well here in Scotland. It's been pushing down for the last two days, so we're back to the usual weather now. Oh no, we're having an Indian summer at the moment, so really enjoying that. Scott, you are looking really healthy. How are you? <laughs> ah, you're not bad at all, Davey. You're not bad at all. How's your sale, all right? Yeah, great. Thanks. So let's get into the, the into the meat of the the, the, the evening. When we, the team was announced, we were Buckland, Tavernier, Golson, Davies, Yilmaz, Lammers, Lundstrom, Raskin, and Lawrence, and Ruth and Danilo up front. Mark, what did you think of that? Yeah, I, I know you were wanting uh, Tavernier out the team. Another assist, mate. <laughs> I well, to be perfectly honest with you, it was the, the the back four. The only surprise was Davies coming in, but I think after the, the last few games, he's playing suitor in the left hand side, and it's no suiting suitor at all. He's he's made quite a few basic mistakes here, and obviously he's decided to do that Davies is fit to put him back in again. The the rest of the team were. Probably as we thought, we were hoping for anyway, but especially with Daniel. 
getting brought in. We were hoping that would happen. And fortunately enough for us, he was brought in. Um, I'm not too sure about how we're still setting up things. His tactics, though. That's the one thing I still can't can't see it yet. I've seen a wee bit of it, but we'll talk about that later, obviously. But the the lineup, we should be, even, it doesn't matter who we put in there, your start 11 should be going out and doing over St. Johnson. And I'm sorry, I know it's like me, that's a bad thing to say, but they're sitting, they were sitting bottom, they still are bottom. They've been really, really bad. They can't score. Uh, We've seen that yesterday. Uh, it's another thing we'll come into, but overall, I think the team is like well, ah, that's it's not a bad team. Let's see how it goes. But I was I was thinking any different for before the game, so I don't know a bit what Scott thinks about the the setup. Well, we'll give uh, we'll give Scott the chance. Um, my idea was yeah, a bit surprised that Davies came in. Uh, and a bit surprised that Yilmaz came in, to be honest with you. I thought Borna Barisic would have been a set to start. And I, I, I didn't know why Sifuentes was, but then I heard uh, Bill saying that Sifuentes was just back. He actually stepped out the aeroplane the day bef- uh, on, on Friday. So that may have been the, the, the reason that he wasn't playing. Scott, what did you think? Um, I thought the lineup was good, actually. Um, I've been. Shouting about roofing Danilo up front for weeks now. When I've only got quarter of an hour yet, right enough. Um, I'm happy with Yilmaz and Davies coming back in. Um, Davies, for me, had a solid enough game. He nearly he sold Butland's shot. And the way refereeing is in this country just now, nearly, nearly cost us a penalty. We all know he's got that error in him. But he brought maybe a balance to uh, centre-backs. Seen a start on Twitter yesterday that we've never lost with Golton and Davies at the back, so it's got to be the centre half partnership going forward. Brings us a bit of stability, brings us balance. <clears throat> Yelmaz needs to start domestically. Um, for me, obviously, Bournemouth's going to be our left back in Europe uh, due to Yelmaz's omission for the squad, um, which I was a wee bit disappointed at. Um, but I, it was, the lineup was positive, but. I still don't see what he's what he's trying to do. There's still no identity. First half tactics were narrow, boring. We controlled the match, but you expect to control a match against St. Johnston McDermott Park. That's for well, Rangers, that's for standards. Second half when they brought my tondo and that's the only time we've really seen a wee bit of football. I know that's because the game opened up a wee bit, but um it kind of stretched the match a wee bit, Mary put Lawrence through the middle. I can't wait to see Lawrence and Cantwell on the same team. Really, really looking forward to that. Um, that's two massive, massive players for us. And thank God Lawrence has come back in when Cantwell just went out with a bit of a long-term injury. Um, so why? But we just need to soldier on just now. See what's, see what's sticking in my head. And everybody kept on saying yesterday on Twitter that it's got that kind of geo feel to the game yesterday where the manager's done and all this kind of stuff. I remember... One of the seasons, I think it was a helicopter Sunday season. We were trailing Celtic and we went through a run of two or three bad results. And Purcell scored the only goal against Inverness at Ibrox. And that completely turned our season run. That game was exactly the same way Saturday was for us. And that turned our season run. So sometimes a, a bit of a gritty win can get you can get you going. But we'd th- I'm worried about Thursday. 
really, really worried about Thursday because I don't know what's what's ahead. I know they get they get smashed off Barcelona yesterday, but it's Barcelona and they Betis are a good side. Uh, but we'll just need to wait and see. I, I just hope we can pull two or three results together and get a bit of confidence going. Yeah. Um Mark, I know you're I know I know you're a, a, a big uh Tavernier's fan. But it, it, we've got to admit, we've got to admit it was a beautiful ball for Danilo to score. Well that brings in yeah, a good point actually. Right. The when he took the ball, it was a nice ball by Lammers. Uh, sorry to say, it was probably the only decent thing that Lammers did for the full time it was on. Uh, I thought he had a really, really poor game. I, I don't know. Uh, I want to believe that Lammers, there's a player there, but I just think he's too greedy. He doesn't look up often enough, and quite often he chooses the wrong thing to do, and he runs into trouble. But the ball he laid off the Tav was perfect, and who would have thought Tav running down the line and putting a cross in would end up in a goal? Who would have thought that? But it was a lovely goal, and um, Danilo is doing what he, he, he was paid to come in and do, was to be in the position that a striker should be in, right at the six-yard box, come in, put a, a great header in, but it was, unfortunately, it was a, a brave header. And him and uh, the young boy, the two of them took a sore one. We seen the bruising on the Danilo's eye right after it. It looked bloody horrendous. I mean, see, I've had a, a a fracture in my cheek, so I know what it's like. And even mine's never went went that time it was swollen. But when I seen it about two hours later, it looked quite as if it came down quite a bit. So I. Th- I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was, but apparently he's been in and he's had a minor operation in it. We're, talk, we're talking about what minimum six weeks before we see him again, and then he'll if if, if that, and then he's going to be wearing a mask. So it maybe be a wee while before we can get him back to his best again. But the rest of the game, Tavernier, I thought Tavernier was really really poor. He lost the ball quite a few times. He passed the ball out the park quite a few times. Well, quite a few. Three or four times he had I mean, easy passes and he passed it out the ball. And yet again, we've seen a perfect ball late to him, right in front of him. It was only a yard in front and he couldn't reach it because he was too slow. Uh, he didn't need to do much at the back because St. Johnson don't offer anything going forward. So that, that wasn't anything that we really had to worry about. But... I, I don't know, I just... Tav was probably a 5 out of 10 at best, but he put in a great ball. But for the rest of the match, maybe I'm being overcritical, but I just don't see the, the other things that he brings. And I do keep an eye out for him because of IMR. But I, I just couldn't see it. So I don't know if it, I mean, you guys agree or the guys in the, the chat agree. It's just, he's just too bloody inconsistent, and he's too slow. I just, I think he's losing his legs, and I think it's getting every game after game. I think it's just, it's showing more. But can, can we afford to lose that we that good cross that he puts in? Because he is capable of that, and he is doing again, being able to come and come in at the back post, doesn't he? Again, but the main thing is he needs to defend, and that's what that's where we're we're losing goals at the back. I mean. But Scott was saying, if we go to Betis, and 
Bora Barris is your back, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, we're in bother here. No, the good thing is, I'm not, I'm not too sure who they are, though, but they've, I think they've lost two major players. Well, they're possibly going to be losing two of their big players. So, whether that changes the matter of fact, but we need concentration is the main thing in our back, back line, and the, the four of them will need to have a word with ourselves and get themselves sorted out. And that goes for whoever Bill puts in. Because I, I don't know what you guys think, but I think it'll be uh, two defensive mids we'll need to put in. So it'll need to be like a Jack and, sorry to say, David Alani. Two holders, because that's only two proper holders we've got. Because Raz is not really a defensive mid. He can do that position, but he's no great at it. And we've seen that over the past few games when he's been playing that position. He's just, he's not been comfortable. He's better going forward. He can't play Seafield in that position because he's been absolutely shocking. And I know Seafield is an absolutely amazing player, but he's a box-to-box or he's an attacking mid. That's the two, that's the two main positions he's, that I've ever seen in his games. He, that's the two positions he's always played. So it's up to Bill on the way he wants to play them. Is he going to start playing players in, his, in their natural positions? But Scott was saying earlier on, he, he had Lawrence playing the right position in the first half, and we were struggling for pace. It was shockingly bad. It was like GVB. But as soon as he put him in the centre position, mid-centre mid, we started actually getting forward, and then we scored again. And why did we score? We played the pace. Who'd have thought that? I know. We play at pace and we score. It's Bill's really, really, really need to think decide what he wants the team to do. Because I think he's just chopping and changing and hoping for the best. And I think yesterday, I can't blame him for the way we played yesterday because I th- I th- the guy's job's on the line. And although we played really, really defensive yesterday, we should have scored more goals. We did score three, but Bam was ch- chopped off uh, for millimetres, apparently. We, he needs to say, right, he needs to just be brave. And I think that he's not got that in him. I don't think Bill's got bravery in him. Yeah, well, I'm going to uh, say, Cami K, member for six months. Thank you, Cami, for, for supporting the, the podcast. Uh, anybody else who wants to support the the, the the podcast, one pound a week, guys, 99 pence, I even think it is. And you get the daily news every morning. Sometimes it's uh, me, Davey, Davey P, and uh, Bill. All the all all the the, the main podders are, are do a do a day. So for one pound, it's it's not a lot of money. Um, Scott, we talked about Davies. I want to talk about Davies because I really thought he had a good game. Admit, as Curry said. He, he had a, a bit of a shiver when he passed the ball back to Butland. Far looked at it. I don't think it was a penalty. I think I think he pulled out the tackle. What, what, what did you think of Davies? You're on mute, mate. Sorry, boys. Cheers. Uh, like I say, it, it brought a balance to defence. I had that, uh, that shiver, as you say, Davey, with a with pass back to Butland. Um, it shouldn't be putting the keeper in that position for me in the first place. It just it shouldn't be doing it. it sh- there, there shouldn't be 
uh, a, a question asked to the referee in a situation like that. He needs to be he needs to be more precise in his passing. And it's one it's one of the aspects of Davy's game we know is really good. He can ping a ball for the back, which is I mean that's the one thing we can say about Bill style of play is he likes a defender to be able to ping a long ball, either out wide or up front of anybody. Um so I give us a bit of a shiver. We can't trust the referee in Scotland just now because it's it's a uh, getting a referee a question like that is you're you're looking for for decisions to go against you. So yeah, but overall, I thought he had a decent, decent enough match. Um, Can I just cut in, Scott, for a minute? Um, If it's not a penalty, should a player be booked for simulation? Mm, I don't know. It's a it's a tough one to tell because uh, there there was minimal contact there. Players get down for end these days, David. See, unless it's a blatant enough dive, then. I wouldn't have booked the boy for it, no. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying I'm Chris Kane's biggest fan because I'm not. I think he's a... Uh, I don't think he's a good football player whatsoever. He's a bit you weren't going to say that, were you? You no. weren't going to call him that. <laughs> 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 no, it's not going here, right? Uh, but... No, no it, was, it, was, it wasn't a booking for me because players are getting done for, for all sorts these days. Um, so no, that's, that's the answer to your question. I wouldn't say it was. Wouldn't they say it was a booking for simulation? Okay. Um, now, what, 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 I mean, I thought Davies was a real positive addition to the team yesterday. I didn't think mm-hmm. he put, a, apart from that one moment, I didn't think he put a lot, a lot wrong. I did that a lot wrong. Do we stick with him or do we go back to suitors? I would I would definitely agree in terms of, it, it, it didn't put much of a foot wrong, but... He's just no Ranger standard for me. None of the defenders are. And I think over the course of, over the course of a season, it's going to come back to bite his nails because we've not signed a centre-back. I've been saying it for weeks. We should have not signed a no-nonsense centre-back that's going to be able to grab a, grab a defence-based scruffy neck. No, no centre-mid that's going to come in and grab a game-based scruffy neck. Somebody that's going to come in and dominate that defence. We needed an experienced team for my, for, my, uh, for my league, and I've been saying it since the summer. Right? Somebody on the on the left side of defence to come in with a bit of experience and be able to speak even speak Goldson through a game. I know we as we as a support have got this uh, image in my head that Goldson's this leader at the back and stuff like that, but he's just as culpable for for mistakes as Tav and Borna and the rest of them. He's just as bad as the rest of them in my eyes. We've been saying I mean? that we've been saying that for two seasons, Scott. There's three in that back line that shouldn't be here. They should have been gone two years, two years, two seasons ago. Mm. We've been saying mm. that, and the thing is, we're into this season, and it's notable now that our wings, or sorry, our wingers are are really, really slow. You right. can see it, but but they're not doing as many runs now, and unfortunately, the the job that they're supposed to do is defending. They can't defend because the the three of them are all capable of a brain fart. Aye, aye. See what Rangers are lacking just now, Curry. It's, it's. See, we've all played football at some stage of our lives, right? See, you create space. The best thing today is just to beat a man. And see when Raskin gets the ball in the middle of the park yesterday, and he dribbles by a St Johnston player and feeds it to Lawrence. That doesn't happen unless he does that. We've got no players that can that can skin opposition players, and it should be easy because we're Rangers. But it's I, not. But it's not. Also, 
the, the other thing that I know is sorry for taking your here, David, no. right? But see, the other thing and I, don't, I, I know for a fact that everybody in chat because I've seen it in Twitter, I know what, what's going on with, with Yilmaz. I don't know how many times I've seen Yilmaz in acres of space down that left hand side, and nobody was passing to him. And Goldson was the biggest bloody, Goldson was the biggest culprit here. You even seen Timmy Raza shout, shout at him, going, I can pass it to him. Aye, I know. He kept on passing it to Avenir's pal. And then, that, that was the first 15 minutes all we did was bomb. All we had was them bombing down the right-hand side. We were overloading the right-hand side. So I've been thinking to myself, well, oh, maybe, well, maybe they're trying to get St. Johnson, a wee false thing. Pack, pack the right-hand side, then a couple of moves, and then we'll swing it out to the left wing and use the old to come in. No. It happened straight throughout the game. And I'm like... Why Why are they no using him? And then the thing is, when they were started to use him, that's when we got our second goal. Although he was directly involved in it, it was through him that the goal ended up happening. Right, right. So let's stick with Yilmaz. Is it a case yeah. of Yilmaz good enough for Scotland but not good enough for Europe? Scott? No, no, that's no. That's no, no, about I, actually. I don't me. buy that at all. For, for me, I would have left Barisic and put Yilmaz in. I think it just came down to fitness. I think it's come down to, because we've not got enough homegrown players, see on that subject, see if I can quickly go off. We've got an ex-youth player that's scoring goals for fun in the championship just now for, for Plymouth, Brian Hardy. Right? That boy's worked up for League Two and he is banging them in every week, so much so that he's been shouted for a Scotland call-up now. Now, I'm not saying it was a mistake letting him go and all this jargon because the boys had to go and get first-team football. See if we don't know someone bought a Scottish striker in at him, Shankland, anybody like that, then we could have probably registered Yilmaz. So that probably answers your question, to be honest with you, David. But, but that, but that's, a, that's a big point. How how long do you hold on to a player? Uh, I, I mean, if, if he'd have stayed in the Rangers second team, then he probably wouldn't have been ah, where yeah, he is now. I mean, how long, how long do you hold on to a player until he comes good? If he's not good enough for the first team, then I Aye. think you've got to let him go. Aye, 100%, David. But see if, see if we stop being so far up where in us in terms of buying Scottish players and we actually go and pay the transfer fees for players that we know can do the job. Right, we, Ryan Hardy was scoring goals for fun in League One last season. We've been linked with other players for that level before. He's now scoring them in the Championship. Lawrence Shankland up here has been scoring... 20 to 25 goals a, a season now since they signed for Hearts. There's no excuses. He, he 100%, I would rather have Shankland over several Dessers just now. 100%. And that then lets you bring Yilmaz in. The club is far too, they're trying to be too fancy with their scouting in terms of going out and signing all these players. We've signed enough players for the English Championship before. We were all kind of accusing Billy Atten this summer with Sterling and all this. We thought that's all we were going to see. All good Rangers teams that I've been brought up with have had three or four decent Scottish players in it. Three or four. We don't, we don't even need that many. Just a couple in. Just players that know what it's like to play for Rangers and how to win in this league and how to get a hold of the team when we're, when we're not playing well. We've, we've not got any leadership. And usually that all, that all comes from having good Scottish boys in your team that know what's needed at the club. Yeah, after 16 minutes, beautiful ball from Tavernier, as, as we've, we've talked about already. Danilo puts it in the net. 
I don't think he's seen the guy. People say he's really brave. I, I, I don't think it was bravery anything to do with it. I, I think he just went for the ball, headed into the net. The, the, the guy, the defender came came down below him actually and he, and he hit his head off the, the defender's head. Uh, great goal. But then it was obvious, first of all, first of all, I think he must have, his back would have been sore because all the players hitting him in the back. But uh, he got over that and uh, and we we seen that he was in trouble. And once the doctor came on, then we seen he was really in trouble. And they were directing right away that he should be taken off. He walked uh, after about five minutes, I think it was. They got him up, and he, he walked off the park himself. And you could just see his eye was just a mess, total mess. And then Sima came on, which was a bit strange in in my eyes, Mark. He was uh, every time that they've they've moved uh, Danilo or or, or, or Dessers, it, it's been like for like, and now they put on Sima. Uh, did you understand that? Or did, were, you, were you expecting Dessers to come on? I was expecting Dessers to come on, but I'm no surprised. Sima was the right choice, though. On this occasion, Sima was the right choice, uh, and he. Surprisingly enough, he had a really good game and he, he played in a position that he's supposed to play in. He's still, he needs to look up a bit more and, and see people around him. He's he's a nightmare for Timmy. As soon as he sees the goal, he's like, I need to score. No, there's guys there. Get a pass every now and again. But I think he had a, a decent game. I don't think he had a, an amazing game, but he had a decent game. But he, he played in his same position. And, and that's what we've all been talking about. Everybody in chat, everybody in Twitter, everybody I've talked to outside, they've all said that one of the biggest problems we've had this season is players are not getting put into their proper positions. And you can't, you can't blame... Well, we can blame the players because you should be able to play more than one bloody position. But if you're getting told to play a certain way... And you're getting put into a position that you you don't normally play. You're you're not going to give your best. So I thought Seamus was the right decision for me, mate. Anyway, uh, and I, you know I like, I really like Dessers, but I I don't know how they're going to work that suit with Dessers. No. Uh, obviously, Danilo's out. Is he going to start playing Matondo and Seema? Because I don't. I'm sorry, but. Lammers is just not the man for me. He's I really he's first when he, the preseason I thought he was really good, really gotta do something. But I just don't know. I just don't see it in him. There's just something there and I don't know where it is that I don't see him being able to score goals. Yeah, well Lammers is a big uh, um, yeah, he's just not producing it at the moment. And let's be face it, he's, he's not really produced it. He, he played for PSV, didn't really make it the, the big time. Then he went off to Italy. No, sorry, he went to Heravain. He'd done well with Heravain. Uh, I think he scored 15, 16 goals that, that season. But he, he, he was a striker then and not as a number 10 or a, a second second striker or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Scott... We were, we were saying at the time, uh, we didn't even realise Lammers was playing, really. I mean, the only thing he did was, he, he, he played in the first couple of minutes, he played a ball through to Roof. Roof, I, I don't think, 
don't think it was a shot and goal, but it was uh, pretty near a shot and goal. It was uh, more a cross that went wrong, I think, and nearly creeped in at the back post. And then he gave the ball to Tavernier for the an, an assist. Assist. Um, what do you think of Lammers? You know, get your mic on, mate. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist. Fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Sorry, Al. Um... He's having the same issues that he's had throughout his career. He's, he, you can obviously see he's got ability there, but one, he doesn't show it enough. Um, two, I don't even think Lammers knows his best position. And three, I don't think any manager knows how to get the best out of the boy. There's obviously some sort of mentality block there that Bill's thought when he's when he's signed him that he's able to unlock. Um, that's. Aye, he's just not really showing much, is he? I think he's going to be... I think he's maybe going to come in a yeah, game in Europe for us. Because I think it's not as physical, it's not enough for a guy of that size. That will probably make a few folk in the comments laugh. But it's it's, it's, it's the truth, I'm afraid. He's got technical ability. But for me, I'm sitting scratching my head at why Yanis Hadji's away to Spain on loan and we've got a big guy like Lammers in. And we, now we know that Yanis uh, Hadji can contribute. He's a goal contributor. He can assist. He can score goals. We know what he can do. He's a bit of a playmaker. He can open up defences with certain passes. We've not seen any of that alarmers yet. There could be certain mitigating circumstances for that in the background that we don't know. Um, can be something as easy with a player not having his family up like over in Scotland, staying with him, had player not settling. Um, but he's, he's, he's not shown enough for the money yet. So he's not. Should we should we have kept Hadji instead of Lammers? Aye, aye, hundred percent. Aye, aye. Aye. He knew that. See, knew that I've seen Lammers play. Even in pre-season when he was scoring goals, I still wanted Hadji playing in his position. Um, I mean, you you imagine using Cantwell and Lawrence and centre mid, seeing a game for deep, or Cantwell and Hadji in a six, with one of the one of the three in front playing a ten. Do you know what I mean? Like. You could that's that's proper chaos there we could have in opposition defences because we know that these boys can produce and what we don't we don't know that what Lammers can produce yet because we've not seen anything. So we've not he's not he's not gaining enough to the cause. See even if he came up with an assist or something, like if he gave us stats that could shut us all up, even though he's not the best game, he still assisted a goal or he still scored a double or something. Uh but there's there's nothing there so far, unfortunately, for a boy. 
It's just really due to Scott Jenkins. He just looks really clumsy. Aye. Aye. And his first touch is bloody horrendous. Aye, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I must agree with that myself. It, is, it's, it was a few times yesterday that he... Yeah. Normally they would say that his second touch is a slide tackle, but I don't think he even knows how to do a slide tackle. So, so he's, 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 he's got quite a lot of technical ability on him. So to me, you need pace run about him so that he can feed these players in. This is a problem. We've got all these big guys in the team now and nobody's making a run. Nobody's skinning a player. Nobody's trying to to create anything. It's just horseshoe football that we've watched for season after season after season. So I don't think... He's supposed to be a striker, striker, Scott. He's never never been a player that that spread the ball about or... or, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a mid midfield player. It t- to, me, to me, I think that's how Bill signed him, though, is like a false nine or a, some sort of creative outlet because he has he has got kind of the ability. He's, he can play a ball with two feet. I don't know how if he can see a passer, though. Obviously, he played a pass to Tav yesterday, but I could have played that pass to Tav. Um, so I'm just I'm trying to figure out what Bill's thought when he signed him. Because this is the sad thing about the manager. It's, it's all his signings it's in. And it all falls on his heat because there's not a sporting director here to kind of... There's not a Ross Wilson to take the blame, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So this is all on Bill. That he needs to make this work. It's him that's spent all this money. Yeah, well, Bill coached him somewhere, I think. Uh, or he played against a team that Bill was uh, was, was manager of uh, at, at that time. I think that's uh, the reason why, uh, why he came in. I mean, Davey, I, Davey, Davey, I think it'd be all different if we all knew what type of system or tactics that Bill were tra- he was trying to use. Hundred percent, correct. If we if we knew what he was trying to do, then we'd be able to say, "Oh, I that's what he's supposed to be doing." Mm-hmm. I, oh, he never had a good game, but because he didn't have it. But the new we don't know where he's supposed to be playing. Aye. So I think I, I think Bill needs to get a shape. It- he to needs me, to get a shape stick like, with Aye, to me he's making it too complicated because I've seen something on Twitter. Aye, he's not thinking it. And the boy who think it was Rangers, Ana- Rangers Anal- analyst or something, this new boy that started up, he showed as a phase of play where Lundstrom starts, Lundstrom drops into defence, makes a back three and, sp- and sprays the ball, plays a long ball basically and he says that changes to like a 3-4-2 or a 3-4-1 or something. In that phase of play, why the fuck's he trying to do all this? Just put a fucking formation in the park, get an idea, sorry for swearing, get an identity and stick to it. Stop trying to be, I don't even know what he's trying to be, he's just overcomplicating everything. He's trying to confuse him, uh, opposition, the opposition every week and he's confusing himself. I think he's certainly confusing his players. So his players haven't got a scooby how to play on the road. I totally agree. And I think that's why a lot of the fans are getting so frustrated. Yep. Uh, it's because because we we can't see what's happening. So we're, we're going, what's going on? And it, I, I don't know. As I said, for yesterday's game, for all that, if it's a bit garbage, I thought the passing was, some of the passing was horrendous. But I've seen the stats and we had something like 86% Every successful passage, and I'm like, I, I, I thought it was a lot. I didn't think it was as much as that because I must be, I must be, I mean, overthinking things because I mm-hmm. can't see how we got 86 percent. I think I think probably about 10 percent of that was bloody Tav's fault, right enough. 
<laughs> no, but uh, that, 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 I think that's a rubbish start because if you pass the ball sideways, it's a it's a, a finished pass. It's a it counts for a pass. So, so, you, so if you've got Lundstrom passing the ball back to uh, back to Golson and then back to Borna Barisic as normal, it was now well, uh, Yilmaz at the weekend, and then passing the ball back to Tavernier, and then you get Tavernier passing back to Butland and Butland, then it's, it's easy to have 80%, 80% mm-hmm. uh, finished passes. That, that, that's, that's no problem. See, just uh, just in, when, when we were going on uh, about Beal, 40 years ago, the supporters were actually outside Ibrox wanting rid of John Gregg. Now, I haven't seen that at the moment, wanting supporters. I've seen something that somebody asking supporters to come and and, and uh, go outside Ibrox to get rid of Beal. But it's, I don't think it's came to that yet. No. If it happens after four years, four games with, with John Gregg, I don't think Beal's got a lot to, to go before uh, people are, are hitting the streets. Before my time, mate, haven't you got a clue? Aye, long before mine, I know. Yeah, okay. Well, I, ju- I just seen that. It was 40 years ago. Um, moving on, I'll keep, keep with the game. I, I think Roof, Roof, as long as he stays fit, is a first-team pick. What do you think? On you go, aye. Scott. Aye, 100%. Aye. As long as Roof's fit, he needs to play. Definitely needs to play. He's still our best striker at the club. Um, that's evident to see. It's evident to see because you know what you're getting after guys. Still, to me, if you can get them fit, and, if if Roof was fit and playing every week, then they wouldn't be in Scotland playing for Rangers. They'd be the best striker in the league. He's absolutely outstanding. Um, bye. That's 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 the answer to your question anyway. But unfortunately, he's not going to be able to play on Thursday night because I just don't think he's getting minutes in his legs to play twice a week just now or three times oh, a week. Gosh. I'm not I sure he's a great, great, great guy. Scott, do you know I think he had quite a quiet game? I know he scored, it, a, scored a goal that was chopped off again. But he, he, do you think he was really quiet? But the way you'll notice, though, we a game with Riff, he drags players away. Mm-hmm. Makes and he leaves space for the others. Runs. He makes Aye. runs. You've seen, so his, you've seen his link up with Lawrence. He seemed to be quiet and he never got much a chance to be on the ball. There's quite a, he was dragging players out of position, and I don't know what. But obviously, we'll go into this. I want to get into the second half, the start of the second half later on. But I'll let you initiate that, Davy. Yeah, well, um, I, I mean, when when the second half started, it really was St. Johnson could have been could have actually been in front of us because they could they had two really good chances. We we just come out for the second half and we we, we weren't in it at, at all. So I'll let you start with the second half, Tori. I, I I couldn't believe it. It was like a second half, right? Let's get in here. Let, let, let let's get it done. Uh, there'll be a couple of changes in that. No, absolutely nothing happened. It was the exact same. It was just really really slow and turgid. And I'm like, what's, what's going on here? And St. Johnson were starting to come in to the game, and they were actually a better team in the second half. And I'm I'm sitting to myself, I'm going off my head, and I'm like, I can't get in there. Not, they were sitting after them, they were letting them come forward. Our back four, if a ball comes in, every single one of them just fucking turn to jelly. They panic. And I, it's just, it's so bloody frustrating. 
Because you know that some, if, if St Johnson had a half decent strike force in any way, shape or form, we could have been 2 nothing, 2 down. Because we just, it just happened to, uh, I think Tav was turned inside out about three times. And I, I'm like, oh, come on, this this is no happening. And if, if they had a decent for, forward line, they, they could have been actually beating us. But because they're I'm not going to say they're so poor. Well, they are, but I hate saying it. But they they tried, and for at least 15, 20 minutes of that first half, they were the better side. And that's when I was, when I hit 60 minutes, I'm saying, right, get this change, Bill. Come on, get the subs done. And as per, nothing happened. And I'm like, why, why is this guy no seeing what I'm seeing? That we're struggling. Get somebody else on to help. Get Simeon. We need some pace to another wing. And eventually it does happen, but it, it's not in the bloody 70th minute. Scott, I think uh, Tom Lawrence get pushed further forward, mm. and that made such a big difference. Tom Lawrence, I, I thought was, I, I had him down for man of the match, to be honest with you, just on his uh, second half performance. I thought he was really good in the second half. Aye, definitely, definitely. I don't even think, I think it was two things that uh, meant that Lawrence could get a, see a wee bit more able to get moved to the left or the right hand side into the middle. Um, no, I'm I'm not going to sit and Gabriel stick for his, his starting position at the weekend because Lawrence played left wing for Derby when in his last season in the Championship and he had a good season for he had a good season for them out there. Um, but when they get moved in and St Johnston were pressing higher up the park, that gave him space to be able to uh, go and cause a wee bit of damage. Um, I'm just I'm I'm really hoping we see Lawrence can stay fit and we see him and Cantwell in the same team because I think that's that could be a a deadly combination if you can get them two get them two together on the park and get them playing properly. Um, they were two best playmate playmakers by a country mile. If we can keep Ruth fit and get him and Daniel up front as well, that's another good that's another good combination that we've potentially got. You've got Yelmaz at left back. You've got Tav Dame, He does it. Right back, and if you can keep the balance in centre mid, you can. To me, it gives you a wee bit of a wee bit of hope going forward. In terms of, you could see something beginning to knit, to knit together. But you've got factors for all that. You've got players keeping fit. You've got two games a week. You've got an unpre- You've got an unpredictable manager. Doesn't know his best eleven. So for me, the squad's there for be able to go and win some trophies this season. But it's up. It's up to him to to, to pick the right team. At the end of the day, um, but we definitely having Tom Lawrence back is absolutely massive for us. Absolutely massive. I don't think Gio would have lost his job when he did if Lawrence had stayed fit. That's how highly I rate Tom Lawrence. I think he would have been my best player last season. I think he would have won his points um, on his own, and I'm happy he's fit and he's back in the team again. No, I must admit, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I don't know whether I think the the board of football would have. Maybe probably got a geo sack anyway because uh, that that horseshoe stuff. He's done Aye, it with but, every club. He's done it with But what I'm saying is, Davey, see if you've got players like Tom Warrens in the park that are going to win your points. At the end of the day, if it's born football, but we're winning football matches, it, and we're winning trophies, we're not we're not really going to we're not really going to care what the football's like as long as we're winning games. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's why I'm happy that he's back in the team because it gives. It certainly gives me a wee bit of hope going forward, and I hope Cantwell's not far behind him. 
Yeah, well, it's certainly true. You can't, uh, if we were winning games, we wouldn't be getting the sack. I mean, if Bill was winning games, we wouldn't even be talking about him. We would be, we'd be really happy. Mark, I'm going to go on to the, the roof goal. This is the second time that I, I, I go. For me, this was just a goal. I think when, when you look at the, 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 the picture far put up, now, how they can judge from that angle, I have absolutely no idea. You can draw lines anywhere you want, but how they can, from that angle, see that uh, that, that, that Seema was offside, I have totally no idea. Then you've also got the other part. How the heck do they know when the ball was exactly kicked? They've got a photo of the ball when it when it when it's kicked. There's a, there's, there's a lot of movement between kicking it and actually the ball moving. So I don't know how they can judge that there's a millimetre of a difference. Can you come in on that, man? Ah, well, I'm just afraid that we've got the worst Mason refs in history. <laughs> All that money we paid, them and they're doing this. Uh, that's it. They're shin-dyed, black balls. That's um, them here. Them here, we under the carpet. They made payments. That can't we can't be dealing with that. It's just nah. it's no one. I mean, see, I mean, see, they've done a ton for us for a couple of hundred years now, and and then this happens. Oh, it's just it's no one. I, I think the grandmasters need to go and have a, a really proper word with them because they're no, they obviously no doing their job right. That uh, on a more serious note, I don't see how they when they put the two lines on and they're overlap them. If they're overlap them. I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> Obviously, it's offside because that's what they said it was. It was offside. But as you said, David, they can't actually pinpoint the exact second that that ball was kicked. All they can do is take it for the movement for the the, the, the boy's leg, and then for the that angle you see it in. Unless that's looked at for several different angles, they can't do it, and, it, and they only use one angle, so you can't really tell. But it doesn't matter. It's it's off. They've said it's offside, it's offside. We, we can say it's no. <laughs> Blue tinted glasses, of course we're going to say that. Aye. But for a practical mind, if I'm seeing that and I see another uh, another team score that against us, am I watching offside? Aye. But I, I, know, I know for a fact they're like, well, we get away with one there if they get, if, if they get called offside. Because for a, a space of that, they need to fix that rule out. There has to be some way of putting clear space between the defender and the attacker in these situations. And whether that's like one foot or whatever, there has to be a clear daylight between the two players of some sort. Because I I, I don't know how they're doing it, but they called it offside and it's offside. But it was it was a well-took goal and Riff deserved that goal. The same as they deserve last week's goal as well. Well, two weeks, three weeks now. So is it that's... not? Is it not a case? But everybody was talking about a while ago that if a decision is not uh, decisive, that the attacking team get the benefit. I've no idea, and... Davy. I've got absolutely no idea where it is now. Because of every season on season that they, they change it, well, down yeah. south that's what they've done. Up here, this is your first season that we've we've had it, and it's like, well, is it? 
is it working? Well, season and a half we've had it, but it's, I, I don't know what's what's going on. I don't know how how their their how the officials, the masons, the shape masons, sorry, uh, have determined that that's offside because I think any team that, that no matter who they are, look at that would be saying, nah, that's no offside. But hey ho, we go on. We still win the game, which is the main thing. But there needs to be a way sorting that rule out because it's, I think it's a silly rule, and it's the same as the handball thing and all. They they need to fix that out, and also they need to they need to decide if you get, put you you plant your foot down in front of a ball and somebody kicks you. You need to find out if that's a if that's actually a foul or it's a penalty, because apparently within the space of three weeks uh, the rules have changed. Don't ask me how, but apparently that's what happens these days. Yeah, I wish you would tell the players that the rules have changed because they don't seem to know it. Um, Whammers get taken off, and I was I was talking to I was on the chat with Mason at the time, and Mason says I didn't even realise Whammers was playing, and as I said, and I, I, I said to him, well, he said he is playing because he's coming off now, and Matondo come on. I think Matondo made quite a big difference. He brought a, a, a lot of speed into the team, and I think that's what Matondo does. And sometimes we think he, his feet are quicker than his brain, but he took his goal, lovely Scott. Oh, definitely, aye, definitely. Um, if Rabbi Matondo redemption arc continues, doesn't it? Um, obviously, he's, he's, he's definitely found a role off the bench that's gave us a wee bit of... Um, Faith back in the boy again. That he's thank, thank Christ, Andy's no one. <laughs> uh, that's gave us a wee bit of faith in his ability. Thankfully, um, new to me what he needs to do though is he needs to push on and get his cell into starting a loving, starting a loving. Um, he's got a good basis to work off now. Um, he's got a support on side. He's got his own song. He's producing on a park, he's producing goals, he's producing assists, he's trying to make things happen. Now it's up it's up to the player to convince the manager to put him in on a weekly basis. It's up to the player to take up Ryan Kent's jersey sitting there. We've got no other width in the team. It's up to him to convince the manager that I'm coming in, I'm going to take that jersey and I'm going to produce something every week and you can't either at me. It's entirely on a player. But I'm happy that he's that he's made um He's made some progress off the bench. I thought it seemed, seemed pre-season. In the Olympiacos game, I seen him when he came on as a sub. And it was towards the end of the match. He, he took the ball for the left-hand side and he kind of he cut in, they fired one past the post. And I thought, you know, see if that goes in, things start to change for you. And I'm happy he's done a couple of chances at it. Um, and it is beginning to change from. But I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that he can go on and maybe start getting a few matches under his belt, start starting. Because I think, I think there is a player in it, to be brutally honest. Mark, is, is, he, is he a starter or is he coming off the bench better? I mean, I think the same was with Sakala. I, I, when Sakala seemed to start, he didn't seem to really set the set anything on fire. But when he came off the bench, he, was, he, he looked a far better player. Is it the same with Matondo? Should he just be used coming off the bench? Well, for me, I I think he's an impact sub. He should be used. I, I think he should be coming on in the second half. Uh, hopefully, where any team we're playing against, especially uh, in our own league or our own, own domestic, 
competitions, uh, we should be a lot fatter than the other teams. Uh, we should be really pushing them and roughly a bit in between, anywhere between the 67th, 70th minute. The way Rabi should be coming on and using his pace. I mean, see, the, the, the one of the, I can't even remember if this it was, but ended up with uh, the, the goal. But Rabi runs down, the guy's four yards in front of him and he sprints by him. Aye. The, the boy, he, he leaves the boy for dead. It was like me running against Scott. I'd, I'd have no chance. So, so, uh, so it was like. I'm not sure about. I uh, don't no, trust me, mate. <laughs> I got out of breath running to the fridge. Never mind anything else. <laughs> uh, but his pace is deadly. He has his his touch. He can. He, sometimes he's a bit clumsy, and he's uh, he got a touch like a fairy elephant. Sometimes even even the, the goal that he did, you see that it, I think it came off his shin, and it just bounced, bounced about five yards in front of him. But the thing is, he's got that much pace, he catches it. So it's he, his pace is a colour against other teams, especially as I said, especially in the third league, because I don't I don't I doubt there's a a faster guy in the league just now. Than him, and maybe be better players than him, but certainly no Timmy is fast. And it's the same when we've got the likes you see the other side that can use pace as well. Mm-hmm. I just think what they need today is learn a wee bit of composure. The, the, the thing that we used to say about Timmy fashion, just look up, see where players are, and use them. Don't don't get greedy. Don't just say as soon as you get Timmy, as soon as you see that net, the goalie, just don't Timmy. You've been blinkered and you don't look about you. There's two guys. I think I've seen one of the, one of the good things. Lammers was in a brilliant position, so was Riff. He, he tries to score and he see he passed it. I'm like, oh, that should have been a goal. But I definitely I'd be using him as a an impact sub because I think he's come on as a starting twice. Is that twice now he's done it? And he's been. Mm, He's been all right, but no tremendous. So I, I'd save his pace for the second half. I don't know, but everybody else thinks. But I, well, I think. Saturday, Sorry, David. Saturday against PSB, didn't we? And and that didn't sort of work out. Uh, I think he started against Celtic, and that didn't really work out either. So, I'd, yeah, I'd, see, I'd, I'd, I think. See, to be honest, oh, please, but that's 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 two massive matches that. There's mitigating circumstances for there's That's true. I, That's to true. me you can't judge a boy on PSV and Celtic. Like most of our games are against the likes of St Johnston's, Ross County, Hearts, Hibs. He needs a run of matches and a team to see what he can produce for his start. But sorry to cut you off, David, but to me it's up to him to convince the manager to give him that runner that run of matches. He's gave his seller chances, what I'm saying. Ah, that's fair comments. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't mind getting put in my place, Scott. If I'm wrong, my, my wife does it all the time. So, uh... <laughs> Davey, let's do This is not the type of show you start talking about. Come on, you, 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 and your wife with the day is another show, right? We'll, we'll come on to that. Maybe, uh, maybe the, the, the adult version. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, uh, Bill, how much breathing room has this gave Bill? Oh, you go, Mark. Me? Uh, yeah. Zero. Nothing. It was three points. Uh, we expected three points. We shouldn't be struggling. There shouldn't be any other result happening against Johnson, especially in the position that they're in just now. So three points, that's it. 
It's no more. It's like the old, what we used to say about GVB, right now it's just kick the can down the road. But the, the only thing we can hope for is everything's going to come together and we're going to get a, a squad that are going to start playing together and we can see a system. With GVB, we knew what the system was. It mm. was shite. Nah, so yeah. we knew what we were, we were getting off of him, but we don't know what we're getting off of Bill because he keeps on changing things. So we don't know. I'd, I'd doubt for one second that the people that want them uh, bail out have changed their mind in any way, shape, or form. I've certainly no. Do I want them to do it? Aye. I'll be happy by playing the way we did yesterday and running 2 nothing, 1 nothing for the rest of the season. I, I don't care. The people will say, ah, we need a performance. I want to see a performance because I think that's the only way that we're going to, he's going to change anybody's mind is if we go out there, we start winning every single game, but every now and again, we actually take the handbrake off as he says, and we go out there and we batter somebody, no, no go 1-0 up, then we'll sit back, because that, that's what we're doing, that's what Timmy Van Bronckhorst used to do, used to get one goal, then just used to defend, and try and catch teams in the break, it doesn't work in Scotland, because all they do is they'll sit back, and sit back, and sit back, and wait, and wait, and wait, till they get a chance, and they'll be the ones that'll be punting the ball up the back, and they'll be the ones that's breaking, because their defence is still rotten, because that's where our problems, well, it's one of the part of the problems, it just wait a minute. Uh, I don't, for Bill, no, it's no change my mind. I hope he does change it. I want him to change it. I want him to succeed. Obviously, I want Rangers to win. I want them to succeed. I want them to win trophies. That's what he's there today. If he does that, we can't complain. But he's still, he's miles and miles off. Remember, it's a, it's a win against St. Johnson. If that was a win against that mob, then maybe it would change my mind. But it's no, it was St. Johnson. Scott, you're going to give me a totally different argument and come up with a Bill's the best manager in the world. No, I'm, I'm certainly not going to do that. But what I'm going to say is you can look at yesterday's performance two ways, right? You could see it as it was a professional performance. We controlled the game. We were never under any real threat. They had a good 10-minute spell at the beginning of the second half, but we didn't have a shot on target. Um, it was a controlled display. It was a professional job. We get three points. We get down the road, or you could look at it in a sense. So we continue the the concerns we've all got, and we didn't really see a style of play. There was players were playing out of position. There was no system. There was no kind of um, format to how he was trying to play the game. So that's that's the two sides two sides of the argument for me. For me, for him to get proper breathing room is. We need to go and get a big performance at Ibrox on Thursday night against Betis. See if we play as well as we did against PSV at home. PSV and me are a much better side than Real, than Real Betis. So if we can uh, if we can get a win and a good performance on Thursday, that buys them something because that's a big game. Um, that gets some of his back going side again. Right now, getting past St Johnston in a comfortable manner isn't going to change any of our minds just now. What's going to change our minds is getting a... Remember a performance against Benfica at Ibrox where we drew two each? Getting a performance like that, but winning the match, something like that's the only thing that's going to change it for him. is a solid defensive display at home and a good attacking display. To me, that's, that's the only thing that changes it. He needs to go and start polishing off some teams properly and it all starts this Thursday. You go into the next game, Thursday's 
Thursday's massive. Thursday's absolutely massive. And I hope to see some sort of style of play because we're not up against a low block or nothing like these players should be able to go and express their style against a team like Betis. And it should be an, an open and entertaining match because Real Betis like to play a point of deck too. Uh, I know we have been playing long boys recently, but this is a chance for him on Thursday to start changing a few minds. If he can get a convincing victory or a, a, a narrow victory with a good performance, then it start that will get him breathing room out of the noose around his neck for me. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm through all the all the stuff I'd written down. Uh, Mark, I'll come over to you. You can say we're nearly heading towards the hour now. You can say your goodbyes and uh, anything else you want to go off your chest for a while. I think there's some things I might get off my chest, but I don't think I should say it in here. Uh, I'm a bit worried about Wednesday. Wednesday no, Thursday, sorry. Thursday, I'm a bit worried about Thursday okay. against Betis. Uh, By the way, can I just jo- jump in there, Curry? We are doing the pod on Wednesday night because the game's on Thursday. So we're doing a preview pod on Wednesday night. If everybody can note that down, we won't be on on Thursday. We'll be on on Wednesday night. On you go, Curry. Cheers, Davy. I, I, I didn't even know that. So glad you, you said it because I, I never. It's just when I'm t- talking about the. The Europa game, it was like makes sense. Uh, I'm worried about Betis. Uh, they're a good side. They're a really good side. They're, they're a fast side. Uh, I think we might struggle against them. I'm hoping that we could put in a reasonable performance. Uh, if we could get a draw, I think that would be good. If we got a win, would be fantastic. Will we? Uh, it's going to be a hard one uh, to decide. But obviously, I'll always say we're going to win even though we probably won't, but hopefully we will. Uh, then we've got Motherwell. Uh, Motherwell will be a hard game. They're, they've got a good side together. Uh, they're playing well together. Uh, they're not a brilliant team, but they're a good squad. Uh, but it doesn't matter if we should be beating them. So hopefully it'll be another three points and just keep keep the momentum going. That's what we need to do. Keep the momentum going. Bill needs to pick a style. Get find out who the, his best eleven is because apparently nobody knows. Even uh, Boyd, doesn't even know because <laughs> he's been looking at it and he's like, uh, no. So, last thing I can say is thanks everybody for coming. Uh, appreciate everybody coming to see us and watches and listen to your garbage, well my garbage for an hour. Uh, I always enjoy doing this, and it's even better because I'm doing it live for Ibrox apparently. So. <laughs> What two things I want to thank uh, all the members. Uh, it is so appreciated with me spending your hard-earned money on us, and I we thank you. Uh, I think it's Aldo's on the night. I don't know if Cammy's one, but I want to say I keep on meaning to date. I forget, but thank you to the two mods for keeping an eye in chat and making sure that all the you know who doesn't come in. They're more than welcome to come in. I don't care. You can come and watch us and you can have a discussion. But when you start your pish, just bolt. We're, we're not interested. We, we, we hear it all the time. We don't need to hear it. So thanks very much for all coming. And I wish you a really good night and an enjoyable week. Oh, you go, Scott. I'll let you do the same. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, I, I hope John Lundstrom doesn't start on Thursday. I just want to get out of here. I think we need a wee bit of control in the middle of the park. And I've seen his, his, shoot, his, his shooting attempts at, uh, at Perth on Saturday. And I don't think he should be trying to hit a crowd in the face with a football. 
Uh, I thanks for watching everybody. Um, I think we're going to. Have, I think Bill's going to restore a wee bit of faith in Thursday. I think we're we're going to put. I'm not saying we're going to win, but I think we're going to put on a good performance. Um, aye, and Money Rangers. That's that's about it. Thanks for having me again, boys. No problem. Well, I'm 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 going to say I, I think Lundstrom's a certain start on uh, uh, on Thursday. Because, you don't think he had a good game in yesterday, Davy? I think it was alright. He, he didn't play too bad, but ninety uh, percent of his game is is passing the ball back into the side. I'm afraid. So I'm. It's uh, even I'm the not, No, <laughs> no, probably not. But uh, no, I'm not. I, 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 I think he played well enough not to get into an argument that uh, how bad he is <laughs> because uh, he wasn't bad. But well, we were David, playing... we've never done score predictions. Score predictions. Yeah, we're, 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 having a, we're having a podcast on Wednesday, mate. So I'll, we'll I'll, do I'll be on a Wednesday. Well, I don't think I'm on. Oh, okay. <laughs> we we want to see and all you. Come on. Okay. On you go, mate. <laughs> you give a score prediction. Right. Uh, I'm going to go for a. Three two went to Rangers. Three two <laughs> win. Aye, I'm not. Aye, I'm totally. Three fucking, two. Aye, what makes you think we're going to score three goals in fucking Thursday? I'm telling <laughs> you, three three two, right? Shut it, you, right? That's I'm not giving you the number of my dealer. That's you. You're scrubbed. <laughs> no, um, I, I want to see. I'd love to see a, a, a three two. I've got to go with the old the Rangers heat three two, but obviously. Uh, uh, at best, I'm looking for maybe a, a one each, two each, but I'll go three two. On you go, Scott. Well, it's European ref- sorry, it's European referees, so there might be a roof goal that, that actually stands. Scott. Aye, proper Mason refs. Aye. I don't <laughs> think you're. I don't think you're going to see roof in first day. I think roof's going to get rested. I think you'll be on the bench, and I think it's going to be a. I think we're going to keep a clean sheet in Thursday because we're going to start. Davies and Goldson at the back, and I think it's going to be a tough penalty. It's going to be a 1 0 victory to Rangers. Penalty to oh, Rangers. Penalty to Rangers, yeah. Oh, no, I love okay. that one. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm going to leave you. As I said, press the like button, guys, if you can. Um, what, become a member because you get a pod every day. Oh, every morning there's a there's a new show and yeah it's it's, it's worth a pound honest honestly. Uh, thanks for for Curry and thanks for for Scott for coming on tonight. And all I can say is have a great night and a good week, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.